Section 36 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Patrick Randall. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Segur. Laudate Pueri Dominum. As this psalm recurs so often in the offices of the Church, we think it might be serviceable to give a short explanation of it here. It is the hundred and eleventh, and is a very beautiful and touching hymn of gratitude and love. Praise the Lord, ye children. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Laudate pueri dominum. Laudate nomen domini. Who are these children of God? Who is the Lord? What is his holy name? Jesus is the Lord, and it is his sacred name which must be ever praised and blessed. For the name of any person is the sensible sign which expresses, represents, and manifests him to the world. Jesus is the name of our God and King, that is to say, that Jesus our Lord expresses and manifests in his own divine person the one true living God, making God known to men, rendering God present in the midst of the world, and being himself a visible, tangible, and perfect image of the great invisible Creator, of the God who, but through Jesus Christ, cannot be known or possessed by any creature, because, as St. Paul says, he inhabitest light inaccessible. He who knows Jesus Christ knows God. He who knows not Jesus Christ knows not God, knows not the true name of God. For Jesus is the brightness of his glory and the figure of his substance. The children who are thus called upon to praise Jesus, to praise the living name of God, and all angels are all Christians from the beginning to the end of time. Jesus is indeed, for every creature, the divine and human center, create and uncreate, of the one true faith. Here the unfaltering response of all the servants of God, angels and men, to this invitation. Sit nomen domini benedictum, ex hoc nunc et usque in seculum. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth for evermore. From the rising up of the sun, that is, from the day that Jesus triumphed over Satan, when the light shone in darkness, until the evening, yea, even until the end of time, we must praise our heavenly King, our divine Lord, the well-beloved name of our well-beloved God. A soli sortu, usque ado casum, 
laudabile nomen domini. And next we have a prophecy of the Savior's future reign over every nation. Excelsus super omnes gentes dominus, et super celos gloria eius. The heavens here spoken of are the angels, the holy angels whose celestial glory is infinitely beneath the glory of the sacred humanity of Jesus Christ, and also the wicked angels who desired to usurp this incommunicable glory and who for this crime are cast down to the lowest depths of hell. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, and regardeth the things that are lowly in heaven and in earth? Quis sicut dominus Deus noster, qui in altis habitat, et humilia respicit in cielo et in terra, the more humble and lowly the creature, the more highly is he blessed and loved by the Creator. The more he abases himself, so much the more does God exalt him. Jesus, in his sacred humanity, annihilated himself before the majesty of his Father with a humility so perfect, so complete, so full of love, that he merited, as the Apostle said, to be exalted by his heavenly Father, and even in his humanity to share so completely in the glory and eternal royalty of God that in the name of Jesus, of the Word incarnate, of the Son of Mary, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. It is he who is raised up from the earth and who, after suffering the deepest humiliation, takes his place among the angels above principalities and powers. Suscitans a terra inopem, et estercore erigens pauperem, ut colloceteum cum principibus populi sui. And Jesus raises and lifts up to heaven all his servants who are meek and humble of heart, as he was, without vanity and without pride, inopem et pauperem. Before all others and above all others, he thus exalts, crowns, and glorifies the most humble Virgin Mary, the purest and holiest of creatures, because she was the lowliest. And his great servants, both in heaven and earth, whose name and beatitude we venerate, the seraphims and archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, in the ancient law, Abel, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Job, David, Isaiah, Daniel, and the other prophets. In the new law, St. John the Baptist, St. Joseph, St. Peter, St. Paul, St. John, and all the Apostles, St. Mary Magdalene, and St. Martha, and all those great saints who, from the very cradle of Christianity up to the present day, have shone as glorious luminaries 
in the firmament of Holy Church. Jesus, from the height of his glory and from the depths of the holy tabernacle where he dwells in the blessed Eucharist, is the principle of the life and fecundity of his church. The ancient church, the church of the Jews, had life and brought forth fruit so long as it believed in him, from the time of Moses until the Incarnation. But since it rejected him, it has become sterile and has wandered throughout succeeding ages, desolate and dishonored. Before the second coming of the Savior, and even before the coming of Antichrist, this church will be converted, will return to her primitive faith, to the faith of the prophets, to the faith of Abraham and of the holy patriarchs, to the Christian Catholic faith. Jesus, by his grace, will draw her from the desert and bring her back once more to the Father's home where, acknowledging the true Messiah, she will find again, with him, the principle of life and fecundity, of happiness and joy. This is prophesied in the last verse of the beautiful psalm we have explained. Qui habitare facit sterilem in domo, matrem filiorum letantem. End of section 36